All right, give me y'all. Give me a beat. We gotta get. It's like a. Boom, uh-huh. 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 Oh. Oh. I got a flaccid dick. Mad average, but I rap fast and shit. Dispassionate, but think I'm savage kid. Did I mention my dick's sad? It is. I'm a rapper with a bold asterisk. Make it stop. Please, God, you can have this kid. Damn. It's too, it's too good. You I'm gotta... sorry. Uh, yeah, no. That, that was actually really good. Um, uh, I, I take it back, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> so no, I apologize. <laughs> oh, putting my... that on the new album? G- yeah, well, hey, listen. I just saw you posting about doing a Dipset remix album. So if you need a guest verse, <laughs> oh, shit. This, is, this is not an episode about uh, Dipset, unfortunately. Uh, Yo, let's do a Dipset podcast. That'd be, just a dip- make my life so much easier <laughs> where yeah. we just talk about dips and how and much it's great yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me up. I'm there. <laughs> uh, but instead we're here in this on the snowy saturday in uh somerville uh boston free radio uh this is make it stop uh so we're not talking about Dipset because they're great we're instead here to talk about some really terrible music because that's what we do here on make it stop Bad music good times uh i am your host uh heather mack i'm mike dunn Who's also the host. I'm also the host. <laughs> and um, today in our ever, uh, in our endless tradition of um, skewering terrible, self-indulgent white people. Oh yeah, another week, another bad white rapper. Another, you know? <laughs> so we should space We're it out more, but like, out. what are we, what? right. I mean, that could be its own podcast. Um, but to help us get through this, um, this uh, pain and suffering, um, we've invited one of my favorite human beings, um, to to be on the show with us today, um, she is a very legit, actual fucking rapper um, who has been fucking grinding and making music for I don't know how long. I'm uh, going on my sixth year. Six Woo. years, six years of fucking doing the work of uh, perfecting her craft, um, and and it's paying back dividends. This is a 2019 is the year of Miss Motherfucking Brandy Blaze. Hey. Hey. I should have gave y'all my job because it'd be like Brandy, Blaze, 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 Blaze. Was that pretty good though? I did a yeah, good. Yeah, no, that's amazing. You can't be a rapper without a drop, right? No, you, you need the drop. Do, do we need a drop for this like show? Like, I guess we have an intro, but we need like a we need like a sound effect. Let to be me like, do it. I'm like, make it stop, motherfucker. <laughs> I love that. Wait, like a sound effect? Like we're like yeah. a morning DJ? Like yes. No, yeah. let's not. Let's not. <laughs> Listen, back to the task at hand. We are here to discuss um with disgust Lil Dicky professional rapper this is a 19 song fucking 90 minute ode to this man's ego um, we uh, we get a lot of those this is I, uh, I think the third 90 minute ode to an oh, ego that we've listened to after what are we uh doing? speed and bullet to heaven and uh Miley Cyrus and her dead pets and now Lil Dicky Ooh, how do y'all do this I don't know <laughs> Like, um, how, like, salute to the both of you because <laughs> amazing podcast. No, it's great listening, but I also feel for y'all because how? <laughs> well, we have to do the work out here of at least, at the very least, calling out fucking white nonsense, especially on this Martin Luther King Day weekend. I feel like this, this is, is like appropriate, time, right? Right. You know, I, I, we need to do the work because you know, Lord knows, you have to deal with it enough. 
So we have. I'm a rapper in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are, enough said. Why don't you tell us a little bit? Tell us about your your journey as a rapper here in Boston, Brandy Blaze. Um, it's been very interesting. Um, it's been amazing because I met amazing people like you, Heather, and a lot of other dope, amazing, incredible rappers, especially women and um, non-binary people that spit and absolutely kill it. Um, but Boston is still very much. Uh, considered a rock town which is ridiculous mm. um, because I, I think that hip hop has gotten to that point where it definitely deserves the equal billing with rock I don't understand why it doesn't have mm-hmm. a reputation right. as a hip hop city when there's so many incredible people out here but um, it's also been very difficult um, I've definitely dealt with a lot of it, you know what it's not even white rappers that's the problem mm. it's just you know the the disrespect for the culture yeah, mm-hmm. and just not recognizing that hip hop at the end of the day is still black culture yeah. and that doesn't mean you can't participate but that means that you're a visitor in someone else's mm-hmm. culture and when you're a visitor in someone else's culture when someone is inviting you in you don't then you know run amok and trash their house you treat it with respect and you treat the people the founders with respect you know your history um you know the founders you know where it came from you should know all of that like you should know all the words for rapper's delight I feel mm-hmm. strongly about that. oh yeah wasn't that so, something you posted recently it was like lil tay or some fucking bullshit first up i never heard of her i mean neither goes, until you posted I named that my song trapper's delight and i didn't know there was what, a rapper's song called rappers right. <laughs> yes yeah, so that little tay mess. video is it's just awful. I don't I, know anything about this. Who's Lil Tay? Well, I don't want to give count her any blessings. Shine. Yeah, is she, a, count is your she blessings. a Boston rapper? Absolutely not. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, so another thing, right? It's like you were talking about, like respecting the culture, understanding the roots, right? Knowing the most basic, like the, the most basic. basic. You should know who yeah, Grandmaster it, Flash is. Hip hop. You should know all of you know? the Wait, basics, <laughs> right? <laughs> what? You should know the message. You should know, you know, L.O. Cool J and Rock and you know. Um, Kumo D and all the pioneers and, and you, the sequence you know um, the first female rap group you know all of those things you should know um, and I'm not saying like I'm like over the top scholarly about hip hop mm-hmm. I could be a little annoying with it no because you I'm not care saying about you have, it yeah and I live and I breathe it it's real yeah. serious but I don't think you should be that level but when you come in you should know you know the basics like I don't I don't know a lot about Buddhism am I gonna walk into a Buddhist temple and grab some beads and be like you know chant nonsensically no that's disrespectful well, you white be- never- people be teaching yoga all over <laughs> but you see like it's a pattern of like no you have to show respect and then you know give space to the people that created it and understand that a lot of times especially as white rappers especially in a state like massachusetts understand the leg up that you get mm-hmm. the um legitimacy that sometimes you get especially over a black woman because women have it very, very hard in hip-hop. And a lot of times a white man could come out of nowhere and get a lot of legitimacy that I wouldn't be able to get. Or looks that I wouldn't be able to get. You, you just need to understand all those things. And I just like don't understand. Like you'll have white rappers out here that'll be like, all lives matter. I'd be like, how are you participating? How are you a rapper? Saying all what like or you know I voted for Trump like what 
Wait, you know white rappers what? who say they voted for Trump? Yes. Like in Boston? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my and have God. told me. No. Have told me. And no. I don't Is it just they... some dude from no. Southie in a scally cap, like no. rapping over it, it's a lot Murphy's of, beats? I, I feel like <laughs> you, you go to a lot of South Shore shows. Oh, dude, I'm from the South Shore. It is. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, growing up in the South Shore, looking back, it's astounding how racist every everyone was. It was just the culture was to be racist. Right, so then it's like, is that, but I want to rap. Yeah. Mm, yes, but but I also want to take this culture and this art form to absolutely no introspection about, the, it's not only knowing about the history, but it's also like, do you have something to say? Do you actually have something to contribute? And have A, have you listened, right? Have you listened to those who have come before you or who are your peers? Are you working to build with your peers, right? right. A, as opposed to the expense of them? Or do you, and do you have a fucking thing to say? Because sometimes, right. I'm going to tell you right now, Lil Dicky does not have a yeah, fucking yeah. thing to say. So say, many words. That brings and everything you just said brings us to say. Lil Dicky. Uh, go ahead. Every, everything you just said brings us to Lil Dicky. No, res, no respect for the culture. Nothing to say. Well, he listened to Jay Z, you know, as a high school student. So that's well, he's fine. But you know the whole. You know the whole thing I'm with kidding. him is what he's admitted is that he started. He wanted to rap. Just as a launch pad to get himself writing, a like comedy, comedy writing gigs. He started rapping at his motherfucking lawyer job. He was working at, oh, I'm sorry, Goodby Silverstein and Partners. And he made a joke reimagining his monthly progress report as a rap video. And the company, so this is white privilege to you. This motherfucker made a rap song out of his progress report. And the company, instead of being like, your ass is fucking fired, or like, like get the fuck back to work was like oh we want you to work in our creative department because when you do it it's creative and innovative mm -hmm. and funny and then he started writing copy for advertisements mm -hmm. and then he has the audacity on this fucking album yeah, you know, to complain about it I didn't know he was in, in advertising but that's funny because that you makes know sense. he is a fucking ugh. Deontward were also in advertising before Ooh. they reinvented themselves as like Zeph uh, whatever you want to call that Fake, sort of um, appropriation yeah. of like like they they're appropriating like South African white trash, but like mm -hmm. they used to be like working in advertising, wearing polo shirts and shit. Absolutely. Well, because they're selling themselves as a product, they don't fucking care about I, authenticity. And I think Lil Dicky thinks he is being authentic yeah. uh, well, by it, being like, "Oh, I have a small dick," like several right. times over the course of the album. Like, okay, and <laughs> right, right. He thinks he's like subverting the genre by talking about like boring, like middle class shit. But like, there's already rappers that like just just because you're not rapping about dr selling drugs and 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 bitches and stuff. Like, actually, he does. He says raps about bitches a lot. He says the word bitch a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and but, ho. No. Just, and F but, words and but just because you're not rapping about like you know that stereotypical shit like that does that doesn't mean you're like subverting the genre you know like doesn't mean there's there's plenty of rappers who are rapping about different shit you know who are I think good like Eminem is someone that's like I'm not you know when Eminem was really really huge when I was like in high school and college I wasn't really into it because I found it terrifying yeah um but everyone else that I knew was really really into it and one thing I can say is that Eminem had authenticity in a way that little diggy does not that's true eminem talked about Absolutely. hey i'm from the trailer park yeah um this is what it is and it was really authentic and it didn't feel like pandering right. to the culture now the response that eminem got is in how he was able to break out as a white rapper that's a whole different
different conversation. But just right. like him as an artist, right? He had that authenticity that Lil Dicky just doesn't have. Right. Wait, and just authenticity the, isn't the absence of other like being different doesn't right. mean the absence of. You right. know what I mean? And he all he defines himself is as being quote unquote normal, aka a fucking upper middle class white dude. And there's so many different iterations of like him just being fucking because that's what normal is. <laughs> completely oblivious to his his privilege and shit that we'll get to on the different songs on the album because it, he really explores that obliviousness in many different ways throughout the album. But, this is uh, white but privilege, say, the mixtape. I mean, yeah. I feel like he could have done something with it and it could have been genuine and it could have been good, but I don't, he just, like I said, it's just like the respect of the culture and being genuine and authentic. Right. He just doesn't have that part and it's kind of like, it just comes off very fake and then I've also, you know, read interviews about things that he has said about hip hop and how he feels about oh, it yeah. and just how he feels about, you know, his life as a very privileged white right. man. He it's, thinks, it's, it's just not there. He thinks that it was an obstacle to him that he was exactly. white and, and privileged. He and was, I'm like, well, uh, you want to talk about hip hop obstacles? Because let me tell you about being a woman. <laughs> God, being a black woman, being a, life, fucking, oh, right, never, if, a queer black woman. Forget being just, a rapper, just me walk, living in Boston. Right, walking <laughs> over here. You know what I mean? Just like existing. Oh my God. But no, we need to be fucking bending over backwards to fucking give this dude fucking backpacks. Like, like, oh, he, you know, he said, just like you said, um, Mike, that he tried, he started his rap career First of all, the idea that you can just like wake up in the morning and be like, hmm, I think I'll be a rapper today. Right. You know, that's like, oh, the, that'll be a lark. That'll be a cute little fun thing. Um, you know, that um, he wanted to start, quote, simply to get attention comedically so I could write movies, write TV shows and act. However, he, quote, fell in love with rapping and says he's, quote, not leaving that game until he's proved his point. Um, is what is what? the point you're trying to prove, what Lil Dicky, that mediocre white men can appropriate an art form for personal gain? Like, we already knew that. Right, yeah. But sign sealed delivered. And I feel like we already did this with Iggy Azalea though. Oh. So why do we have to do it again? Oh, we have to do it wow. again and again on this show. That's it's every it's all the time. It's, it's, How many fucking it's a mediocre white cycle. male rappers have we discussed on this show at this point? Kevin Federline. Yes. Dee Dee oh. King. Oh. Yes. Uh, oh, well, also Northern State. We can just do mediocre Northern white sta Northern rappers. State. Yes. Well, Dee Dee King's a mediocre white rapper. Right, right, right. I needed to include Northern State because uh, they are fucking M horrific. M Northern State was that the female rapper. Oh my god. I think I got blocked by one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we probably got blocked. Hesta Prin was fucking fighting with us on Facebook earlier. Yeah, yeah. I can't. It was. So, I don't know. She was like, "You gotta understand, it was a different time." It was you know, it was because of that. Because of no. you, it's y'all's fault. Oh I got blocked. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was over y'all's podcast. Wait, she blocked you? Yeah. Oh my god! She blocked you, a fellow so thanks, hip, guys. a fellow female rapper. Thanks, right. guys. Right. That's her so and so That's what solidarity. Because I came right up in the comments because I was like, "What you're not about to do? Oh what you're doing right now?" That is the most because <laughs> I remember that podcast. I that said, "Wait a minute!" Because I listened to your podcast and then I was in the comments. I don't know how I ended up in the comments, <laughs> and it just didn't go so well. <laughs> wow. Not for oh me. Oh my god! But even that shows how racist she fucking is. Because she was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll block this black woman who's, who's saying things oh, that are complicated please. to me." But I'll tell these guys, even though they fucking made fun of me mercilessly, that their show is kind of funny, but that they should just be artists instead. Whatever. Fuck you, Hesta Print. Anywho, oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, also. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. I'm I'm trying to think of what other white rappers am I Chuggo. Chuggo. Yeah. Chuggo. I mean Miley Cyrus to an extent. Yeah. She tried a little bit. <laughs> Not hard. <laughs> She's trying to be R and B at least. Oh man. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a journey 
for us. This is, I mean, it's it's really our responsibility. Is but, but I just so it really bothers me the idea that he thinks that he's being like inherently different and like you yes. know and and elevating the genre and shit just by. I by say rapping. hose, but I say it kind of sarcastically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be just <laughs> simply because he doesn't rap about selling drugs. When you got like you know, there's rappers like Open Mike Eagle and fucking No Name, right? And like even like to Chance the Rapper, even like if you want to throw a white guy in the mix, like Action Bronson, like he raps about pretty mundane shit too, and like it's good, you know. Mm, I have some thoughts about Action Bronson. Oh, yeah. I like. We Action don't Bronson. like Action Bronson anymore. Yeah, I like Action he's Bronson. All right. He's alright. He does sound like Ghostface though. Yeah, he sounds a lot like Ghostface. He does, but he just. He, he, he I don't know why he says he, he does because he does. He basically like ninety percent of what he says is about cooking and eating food and like that's I don't true. Know, that's, that's relatable. Which I that's enjoy. relatable. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually relatable, whereas little Dicky is like he's not uh, hateable. Uh, God. Um, yeah. Let's get into it. Uh, we have a wait, lot of hold songs. Hold on, to I know we do, and I I really do. I just want to give a little bit more context because just the the things that I the quotes that I found of this motherfucker. I just want to make it clear who we're who we're dealing with here. So yeah. this this dude uh, grew up upper middle class Jewish in uh, some suburb of Philadelphia and went to some, you know, privileged high school and fucking, you know, went to University of Richmond and mm-hmm, graduated mm-hmm. summa cum laude and whatever the fuck and got a nice job with his in his lawyer's firm like mm-hmm. immediately after college because apparently that's how people's stories go sometimes. Um, but he... So he had the audacity to basically take up rap as as a as a funny joke, um, and then Sorry. had the audacity to to ask to people to fund it. So this motherfucker came from such wealth, but he raised he asked for seventy thousand dollars to produce this album, and ended up with over a hundred and ten thousand dollars. Right. So people were like, "Not only am I going to fund this, but I'm going to overfund this fucking privilege wow. silver spoon." Well, I didn't yeah, know that. Wow. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, he had come out with like a mixtape before this. And that's what happened is he has a, a, a loyal legion of fans. Dickheads called is what dickheads. they're called. He calls them dickheads, which is apps. Appropriate. Uh, and uh, and they they love him. Like that's how I first heard about Lil Dicky is I feel like is because they just brigade Reddit. They just like they actually they banned uh, any talk of Lil Dicky on the hip hop head subreddit oh just because his fans are so obnoxious and just then br- just like I just wish pig po- dog pig pile on fucking topics and downvote everyone and just like uh, any, who says like anything bad about Lil Dicky and uh, and the people who are like this only like Lil Dicky that's the only rapper they like they're like finally it's a rapper that I can relate to and these people are white yeah but, and they're men so they're one like of them. they're like people that just like don't listen to rap right but yeah. they like him yeah you'll see people and it's and they're all on Reddit and you know just a tip for everyone don't ever like listen to reddit for like any of your opinions um, uh, or little dicky fans that's yeah well that's what i'm saying sure. well, they're all on reddit every single little dicky fan is on reddit and they're all in the comments of uh, our music thread being like you know i don't like rap i, I think rap is crap but uh Ugh. you should check out little dicky he's the only he's the only rapper i can really respect oh my god shit like that you'll see so it's, many it's rap respectability <laughs> politics it's so gross so uh, so okay another thing is so this dude, the professional rapper, this came out in 2015. Let's contextualize that. That was the same year that To Pimp a Butterfly came out. So I want y'all to be thinking about that as we go on this audio journey together because that shit makes me so angry. Well, yeah, like the fact um, that he has all these songs where he's saying he's, like, Will Dickey is saying he's the best rapper and like, yes, he's doing it so much yes, better than the rest. And he's changing the game and he's revolutionary. And and, uh, and you'll hear what that entails. Oh, you know? my God. It's not. <laughs> uh, 
Um, also, so he kind of, things have been quiet on the little dicky front, except for that fucking Chris Brown, uh, you know, collaboration, which, listen to it. which again you is never a, heard it? I know. indicative. Is it good? No, it is not fucking good. The <laughs> is it great? They played it totally it on, Brandy, why don't you explain? They played it on the radio quite a bit, so I've actually heard it quite a bit. Um, it could have been something, because I'm like, it's a really interesting, it's not like the most original concept, but I think doing it as a song like that is pretty original, I would say. Mm-hmm. But um, I think What's like the, the, what... the part that disturbs me the most is like, if you were white and you woke up tomorrow as a black person, mm-hmm. the first thing you would want to do as a black Touch person is say the N-word. Oh, oh yeah. To everything and yeah. everyone all the time, like... And then see how big your dick is. Yeah, that was, it was in that order. And that was disturbing. They already, all right. First <laughs> yeah. of all, they already did that joke on uh, Always Sunny. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that was a... <laughs> like. I they did like, the episode wow. where they woke up black. Oh and yeah, Frank. Like the first... They handeled that with, and, and Always actually, Sunny and handled you know that with much more tact. They did because Frank was like, "I'm going to say the N word," and the the rest of them were like, "No." And they're supposed to be horrible people. <laughs> they are exactly, <laughs> which is literally saying like even the lowest scum of the earth people are like, "No, no, no, no!" Like we like, don't let, do let that. Let us not. Still not do that oh my god yeah (laughs) Yeah. so that so So the whole conceit of it was that he switches bodies with chris brown which separately from that also motherfucker hanging out with chris brown like sorry chris brown man i'm sorry like if we're fucking he's he's trash he's such trash it was a lot and then the end with um one of the jenners and then it's (laughs) but it's just like also just like oh i'm gonna i woke up as a woman now i'm gonna explore my vagina i'm like Oh, make it stop. Uh, make it stop. <laughs> All right. Well, now that feels like a good time to transition into our uh, first. Fucking... I mean, I would do that if I woke up as a woman, though. That would be the first thing I did. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> anyway. I... <laughs> glad we're we're letting it all out here <laughs> oh i gotta admit something about little dicky before okay. we start and then uh, and then we should really start you gotta get something off your chest well i gotta say i was um there was a time i think it was 2011 uh where my neighbor my brother's friend jonathan gave me he was like you gotta watch this show i'm gonna give you the first season box set on dvd and you gotta watch this it's, it's hilarious it's called the big bang theory oh no and i watched i sat on the couch and i binged the first what? season of the big bang theory and i thought it was okay i was like i was like oh that's kind of funny is this like I, a disclaimer for this podcast for like anybody who's listening that you can't take any of our opinions seriously well, because- no no it's just it's something it it didn't it didn't sink in it took uh, a little bit to sink in how how bad it was you uh-huh. know and i think i realized that when i started watching the second season i'm like oh wait this sucks mhm and i listened to a few songs from lil dicky prior to listening to this album and I, and this was a few years back when it first came out and i thought it was pretty good and i was like Maybe this is good. I don't know. I liked. Uh, I liked. I, I, the songs that were like the singles. Yeah. Uh, Save that money and professional rapper. And it took a little bit to sink in. And this is before I knew about you know his who he was as a person and shit. Uh, but I think it really sunk in when I listened to all 19 <laughs> tracks on Professional Rapper. I think I got the picture. But yeah, this is, it's, a, it's about it's the, big, the Big Bang Theory of rap. Yes. So let's get into yes. it. Oh, also, I have a disclaimer as well, which is I don't think he's the worst rapper I've ever heard. No. no. True. By far, I think he has a decent flow. So mm-hmm. Am I like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my, no. 
In terms of technicality, um, yes, but not the worst. Technical but, prowess, and I and I was telling you I like the song with the brain. Yeah, we'll talk about the song mm, with yeah. the brain. We're go- I got a, I got some I like thoughts you, Brandy, on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, let's... I think well, and I will agree. I will agree with you on that, and we'll we'll hear it. But his he does the thing where he raps words fast, and that and is, it always makes you but, sound better than you. But are. it literally he says nothing with them, so it's like eh, okay. But we'll we'll get into it. So yeah. let's get the fuck into this. So there's all these interludes with him talking to his parents on the phone. We're gonna skip all those his because Jewish, who cares? Like overbearing parents, like improperly pronouncing Spanish words is how this album starts out. Like that's who he wants us to know who he is. Just so you know. I wanna say that even his parents call him out for being racist. Like yeah. in the clips that he chose. <laughs> uh, where they're, he's like, I think it's really funny that like you're like telling me not to catch a cold when I go on stage because I feel like Puff Daddy's mom wouldn't like talk to him say to him like oh you're gonna catch a cold be careful and uh and she's His like what are you talking like, about like yeah, moms are moms, moms like it doesn't do matter that. if they're black well and we'll get into it but there's a song on it where he's like yeah my parents were activists and i just say who cares <laughs> but anywho it's yeah and brandy okay full disclosure brandy god bless her did not listen to every song in this album so absolutely this- <laughs> i'm the worst guest they've ever had they were like i was like i could i i, I didn't make it i'm so sorry <laughs> but listen um that I, means i envy you so. I no, I, that means she's going to be experiencing a lot of this with us for the first time. So that's beautiful. Um, we're going to try to speed this shit along as much as humanly possible. Um, so let's get into it. This is a professional rapper. Let's do a, th- a few songs at a time. Two All songs right, in a row. We're going to start with two songs in a row until we get sick of that and we fucking go double time. All right. All right. We'll so do here we go. Professional rapper featuring Snoop Dogg, followed by Who Knew? I'm going to go ahead and turn that right down. Thank you for nothing. Are we going to do the next song or are we going to talk about I'm this I'm sorry. One? I just want to take a moment and say that that is... Uh, that is everything that's going on in this album right there distilled into 20 motherfucking seconds yeah it's a lot of he does a lot of like asides mm-hmm. where he's like oh yeah I'll just turn this into a conversation for Things... a minute you know like cause I'm so quirky I, and okay like let's dig into what he is actually saying in that statement because what he is saying is everybody who's been doing rap so far is wrong and, and needs to learn it could be done better by me an upper middle class Jewish dude from the suburbs of Philadelphia who maybe listened to a Jay-Z and Nas album when I was in high school and wanted to, you know, mack on girls and pretend to be hard. I am here to bring you my comedic take on hip hop and fucking change the game. You're welcome. I wish I could see my face. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> because everyone tells me what I think shows on my face. And it does. I can't hide what I think ever. Um, I for just, the viewer, wow. for the listeners, she looks uh, disgusted, <laughs> incredulous. I believe uh, might be the word. I think you know what when someone's only experience with hip hop is like top forty hip hop, and that's it, and like maybe top forty hip hop of like the past maybe almost twenty years, maybe let's say since two thousand, your only experience with hip hop is top forty hip hop. Mm-hmm. And you're also someone that's very educated, comes from a very privileged background, and has been able to succeed 
very randomly and coincidentally like by accident mm. really and, it's not even by accident it's, it's like he didn't the privileges set you up the for privilege this accident. is intentional yeah. right well, I think exactly it, you know what I, mean? I think i think it's like you know he is appealing to the people who are anti-rap that's what that's his niche yes. and he admits that in the song and he has a line that says it's for the people that are anti-rap and if you're and, uh, anti-rap but like lil dicky then you're anti-black people Right. Just point there's blank. not ever gonna be a there's not ever gonna be a black rapper who's like yeah I'm actually anti rap um, that's who I'm that's that's you know. <sighs> I it it just boggles my mind like I I'm so confused because <laughs> I'm like how does someone that you, that's your only experience and knowledge of hip hop is that how do you then have the balls to come in and say that you can do the culture better right and you can do the music better right when not everyone is equally heard in hip hop and that's what would make it better not like Mr. Businessman that's that's not it it's it's, it's opening it up for everyone not you but (laughs) everyone that's that has the love of it and is good at it but is marginalized in it like women and LGBT people like that that's what would make it better yeah and what and not you not you and even maybe maybe you maybe i'd be more willing to uh, you know to listen to a little dicky song if fucking brandy blaze was on the fucking top 42 but unfortunately we're not there yet and you you it wasn't by accident this system was set up for you it was set up for you for the better very beginning you could be like hmm i'll be a lawyer hmm i'll be a you know i'll be a fucking uh college you know honor student and hmm i'll be a rapper now too like that was fucking uh, right uh, and this so-called like new way (laughs) and like better way he's doing it is like if you look at the actual rhymes like come they're not better. He's saying, um, also, that shit like wasn't just, even a rap. And also, <laughs> jerking off to Topanga Lawrence, like the 14-year-old Topanga, yes. is like one of the lines in the song. Oh, he's got multiple pedophile fucking like, throw-ins here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the shit like a joke to you? I don't get it. Okay, so this is a, a lyric in it. So again, Snoop Dogg, the voice of reason, like speaking for all of us here. Right. But again, uh, but his lines were written by Lil Dicky, obviously. I know. Yeah. Um, it's, well, it's like yay versus Snoop... the people. It's like that fucking thing, mm-hmm. which I don't even, that's a whole nother thing. Yay versus the people? What, you didn't listen to that? No, what is With that? T.I.? Are you talking about Kanye ver- T. and T.I.? The and they're, they're arguing about fucking make his uh, I love T.I., but T.I. is the voice again? of reason. Oh, I haven't listened to that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a whole thing. Oh, man. That's I love T.I. Oh, Shout no. out to T.I. Because <laughs> that's <your> hilarious. <laughs> <sighs> but, okay, so... Well, T.I., you know, actually believes that, whereas I don't think Snoop Dogg would actually hire uh, Lil Dicky for... Oh, that's the, th- the whole con- concept of the job. Yes. Of the song is that this, he's doing a job interview to become right. a professional rapper. Uh, and uh, and Snoop Dogg is interviewing him. Uh, we yes. forgot to mention that. I feel like that's an important aspect of like what were we just hearing in that clip of him just talking to Snoop Dogg? Right. It's all in him going in for a job interview, which he starts off with the confidence of a motherfucker who has never had to be self-conscious for a fucking day of his life, has never had to worry about being in a job interview and being judged for yeah. what he looks like or and anything. And it's also, I feel and like he just even breezes in, and there's a black secretary who then offers him fucking head and seltzer at the end, which right. sounds great but for me personally, but also <laughs> like, what the fucking fuck? And... What the fucking fuck? And yeah. we're supposed to relate to this dude because he's been fucking, you know, given this abundance of fucking riches and, and benefits and fucking cookies for like, you know, stringing some syllables together and everyone's fucking clapping right. for him. Right. And we're supposed to relate to him because he's like, well, I'm, I'm self-conscious about it. And I don't really know. Yeah. And actually he what? shows his hand a bunch that he's actually just a jock dickhead. He's yes. not even like a nebbish like nerd. Like he paints himself as. Right. He's actually just a piece of shit. He's such a. We'll get to. Piece of, oh. I feel like the nerd concept, like with that 
you know, somewhat of an underdog, not really, because it's like you're still like super white and privileged, but like that kind of like I'm a nerd. I've never been cool. Like that could have worked maybe yeah, without the superiority kind. of like, I know better. This is spoken with the kindness of somebody who has not listened to the 90 fucking minutes. Yeah, for real. Just, I, I didn't say it could work for should... 90 minutes. <laughs> speaking of which, we should do a couple yeah. more songs. All right. Let's do Who Knew <sighs> and Let Me Freak. Oh my, oh, do we have to? Yeah. Yeah, we have to do all of them. I don't yes. want to do it anymore. We have to revisit I don't the trauma. Want to do it. <laughs> used to look around a boy with a raised head. Now they looking at the boy like the main event. He don't even got a rap sheet looking like a mathlete. How the fuck is he the one who coming with the crack? We like, oh no, oh no. Used to look at me like, oh yo, oh yo. Now they look at me like, oh no. It's Martin Luther King Day weekend. It really yo. is. And this is how y'all do me. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm looking at the girl. She just want to go. And I ain't talking about with me, bro. I mean alone. I got one more chance to prove myself. So I'm like, Look, I'm athletic, girl. I've gotten several rec league MVPs. At my crib, I got some pizza plus a little bit of weed. In my room, I got a TV plus I recently did cheats. Girl, I even have a fridge that has the water on the door like with the crushed ice. You know I don't give a damn what you're playing right now. This is me coming at you as a man right now. Let me free. Let me free away, but you know damn well I just want my bed. They gon' say I fell. I got blown away. I'm hopeless, romantic. Girl, I'm being dramatic, but it's just the truth. Wait, hold up, I should slow down. That's our hero, Lil Dicky, bragging about giving a woman four to eight minutes. <laughs> he's not bragging about it. That's the whole point. He's being oh. self-effacing. He's, he's trying to be like, oh, yeah. I'm a- it, it, he's so self-effacing that there's a lyric in Lemmy Freak that says, quote, hold up. How did that's not even me? Like, I don't jerk off mobily. Then her friends come up and want coming up and want to know if everything is OK. I'm like, nah, this a rape. Can't tell. Give me a break. Please get the heck away. Yeah. Yeah. I took down that line, too. Yep. That was pretty bad. So- or uh, but, in Let Me Freak For Real, though, which was the outro we just heard. <laughs> like I'm so total, unnecessary. Which is just an extended and it's neo- like as long as the song At, at least. It. I, I mean, it seems like it goes on for fucking eternities, but... It's an extended neo impression about fucking pre ejaculate and how Lil Dicky needs to respect a woman mentally, but yeah. also sees her as a receptacle for said ejaculate. Also, how he sucks at sex, but also you should be lucky to receive his limp eraser dick. It is literally the least sexy thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like to the point where I might never orgasm again. People <laughs> like this fucking. I've become barren. Yeah, that's it's. <laughs> I finally figured it out, y'all. Okay. He's a troll. Yeah, of course he's, he's a, troll. a troll. Like, 
it now it's like all makes sense. We were talking about the Reddit thing. Yeah. And like him wanted to be a comedy writer. And I just really thought about it. I'm like, yo, it's hip hop by numbers. And he's also a troll because he knows (sighs) there's an audience for this. These freaking weird dudes be like, you know what I mean? Like Mm. the weird dude in the club that's like terrible and you're like please get the hell away yeah, from yeah, me yeah. He's that like, dude. but like He's you run a record dude. company or something so i'm gonna like have to like force myself to be polite to you but like as like he, he's literally like all of those guys like as like this is what they want and i'm like he's selling it to y'all because this is how y'all feel about yourselves but yeah. he don't believe that about himself well, but it's I'm, fake like you know what i mean he tries to put it like oh this is it's real and authentic yeah, yeah. to me it's not you don't feel that way about yourself you're selling it of course you're a troll like and what I, in the incel hell is this oh yeah like, it's a, ni- it's oh, a nice definitely. guy shit. There is he's some nice guy so- incel shit. Well, yo, how about how he's like, uh, he has that line about like, oh, I went out to dinner with your aunt. Now reward it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The entire fucking song is about like, it's oh, about, look. It's about like being I, entitled I to fucking I split the check sex. with you once. You're welcome. Like, it's literally that. It's like, I'm going to do the bare minimum and be Ew. the God's gift to you. You fucking, but I also yeah. am calling you a hoe in the same fucking sentence. Uh, uh, you know what I, I like? I do, uh, you know what did kind of make me chuckle? I think one of the only things that made me chuckle on the whole album is uh the and, departed line no actually for <laughs> me was it was funny. when they were, he was talking about when they're the third verse when they're like old they're old and dying and stuff oh, and yeah. he's just still trying to fuck one more time which actually I, I will say like the concept of this song like this is one of the few songs that actually does have like punch lines and shit like mm-hmm. some of them are in really really poor taste and like fucked up but i do like when he saw he's like he says her tits looking like it's hard-boiled eggs which is hilarious which is a good description and of like it, old <laughs> I guess I don't know I uh, mean there's an extended vignette in this in Lemmy Freak about how a woman is an asshole for expecting him to know her boss's name several months into a relationship yeah, like this is how low the bar is and that's the part he just stops rhyming too and it's just exactly. a conversation that's what happens really, multiple times on this shit yeah it's like it's half like the album it's like he's talking to his parents on the motherfucking interview. he's trying to do like a stand up routine but like that's that's when he stops as, as a rap song right I, like ironically like he does all these like whack like punchlines in the rhymes and then when he actually stops and does Spoken word like standard routine shit. There are no punchlines. It's just yes. him. It's just him talking, and it's like, oh, this is haha. It's awkward or something. I don't know what it's supposed to I be. Don't, I don't I understand don't fucking it. Fucking get it. And also all this, all this like self-deprecating shit like is totally uh, contradicted by the song "Who Knew," which we haven't even talked about. Right. Which is just him like bragging and doing other like bad punchlines, like saying he's rap game Walter White. Like literally, how? In what way? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, and I'm also, kind of, oh wait but never mind had to give them time to adapt I'm kind of like a rap rendition of a fry in a rap just try it at that you rappers rebel Wilson's vagina you stank so, yeah, yeah. I take it back I don't know that hoe that that's oh best rapper alive done move over Kendrick yeah. oh man just give him the crown now yeah, he's saving the game he's changing the game you Change, know like, changing Brandy are game. you like rocking back and forth cause I'm just like so like <laughs> I'm trying to express how I feel I'm just like this is wild like <laughs> this is wild people think this is this is the savior of rap yeah yeah, yeah. this is the only rapper you're that welcome. they like this is you're the welcome. savior of rap oh yeah, my yeah. god okay that's what he thinks. How do we think about this compared to like Eminem? Like I think Eminem is better. Eminem. Yeah. Well, Eminem well, can I rap. I don't know. I mean, I Eminem think, can rap. I think Eminem is also maybe more annoying sometimes, though. 
Eminem is obnoxious as fuck because he's like super sanctimonious. Eminem should know better, you know. Eminem, I feel like should know better. So it's more frustrating what he's been doing because, like, I have no expectations for Lil Dick, and with Eminem, like, I well, that's how he's able to sneak away with fucking. And he knows that if he was just going to be a fucking stand-up comedian, that people wouldn't fucking pay attention to him. So he took advantage of the fact that he was a novelty, and he used that to his advantage completely. He used his privilege of being a white person, like, you know, a, a a white Jewish guy you know rapping very very mediocre like tired ass shit it's like an okay enough flow like to get by right it does kind of and fool you right it, it does you see what I was saying about the Big Bang Theory like uh, analogy <laughs> where like if um, you if you listen to one or two Lil Dicky songs and don't pay too much attention to them you might like hear his flow and be like oh yeah I mean this is pretty it, good it's not it's, it's not bad like if you listen to a Kendrick song like and you listen to his flow every time you listen to it it gets better because mm-hmm. you notice all the things that you can't get the first couple of times you hear it like this the more i hear it the worse it i yes. was like wow y'all really let this fly <laughs> this is what we were doing this was a thing i hope it's this the end of this thing. thing well actually yeah, he hasn't come out with another album yet but i know so of course- that's <laughs> one thing i was gonna say is i feel like fucking they like society might have finally gotten little dicky's number like not these same fucking- i don't know not well, the people who on. liked him in the can first I, place can i finish yes, can i finish sorry. okay because he was supposed to have a new album that has been pushed back several years which is exactly what happened to fucking Iggy Azalea because guess what people were like we're fucking tired of this shit we don't need somebody fucking appropriating fucking a black scent you know just because she's uh, mediocre and not again similarly like a very basic flow that like you could kind of like excuse a little bit but absolutely nothing to say and saying it with a fucking fake ass appropriated southern black scent and people were like you know what we're actually done with this we're actually cool and she didn't even have to do anything that fucking the fact that he has only come out with one new song in several years and that his fucking album keeps getting pushed back I think that his album isn't gonna come out and that or that it's gonna continue to get pushed back and that we're not gonna hear as much from Lil Diggy he seems like he on this album is so poised and ready for this glory and this spotlight and that has not come to him yeah thank god which is that's true he does in the last song in the album which we'll get to it's like basically like his uh what's the last song on the first kanye album called uh family family business that's like his version of family business where it's just him talking for like 10 minutes and he has he's like i see it in the future like i'm gonna be me and puff daddy gonna be hanging out and uh and he's like, and if it doesn't happen, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown. So I am I waiting for that nervous think breakdown. That might be what's um, up. And he had a legitimate hit with Chris Brown, like yeah. I had on the radio. Yeah. And also all the save time. that save that money. I feel like you know that got some play too. But that was right around the same time that Fetty Wap was like he had his summer. You know, he also canceled a tour. Like, but here's the thing. Also, people don't understand it's like about hip hop, which is novelties don't last in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're a rapper that rides a wave. Instead of creating a wave, you don't last that long in hip hop. Yes. Yeah. If you think about the people that have been rapping twenty years, like Jay Z, mm. or even mm-hmm. ten to fifteen years, mm-hmm. at least ten with like, um, is it ten for Kendrick? Yeah, and like Cole and Almost, you know all yeah. of them, like that longevity is because they're they put, good and they put in the work and, and they, they put in work relationships. and they have something to say. Yep, and. But so that's why I'm like these things just never last. Are gonna die out eventually because yeah. you wrote a wave. Well, that we can only good. I we hope can only hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to the next. You think Little Dicky's 
gonna be anyone's top five no. alive yes. that are not. alive well there's it's, i mean people that listen to rap okay, yes, one. yes but people but, that listen to rap but mike dunn there are still people who say <laughs> the fucking you know hinders their favorite music and a lot of them you know what i mean way too many like people who are like eminem's right like who love new eminem there's there's thousands there's literally hundreds of thousands of them uh, that well, doesn't he's not gonna mean, get eminem numbers right that's what i'm saying like but, this dude um, is not making anybody's list that he didn't already make that, yeah no 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 he's not he's no. not drawing in new listeners no. ever no yeah no <sighs> he's um, playing to the base he's not converting anyone right. right it was like one hot you got one hot song and then everyone forgets your name next week but i still bet it's a shocking number of people like you know like i mean yes there's shocking numbers of people who voted for motherfucking trump yeah he has a he has a perpetual Dude, he doesn't have trump numbers percent approval rating no trump yeah exactly exactly motherfucker exactly 57 percent of people said they are not and obviously we break it down and it's white people right um but that uh that say that they won't support trump so what about the other 43 percent? where the fuck are you what's happening yeah, what, no, they they what, ride what? for trump forever so for life so yeah. right that uh, no matter said. what he does he could you know let's let's not even get it <laughs> Let's listen to a few more songs, Heather. Can you tell how Heather. angry I am? I'm Y'all so Y'all need like a blood angry. pressure cuff in here so we can make sure Heather, Heather's okay. I haven't to gotten get this rest. angry in a long <laughs> time. Well, let's talk, let's talk about... Usually I just get defeated on this show or I find like that things are so funny. Like at least we laugh about it. But this one, I'm so pissed. And I definitely think it has to do with the fact that, you know, of course we have fucking Brandy Blaze who's hustling and grinding and fucking making incredible art and like finally getting noticed for it. But, but really have had you. people right and like and it's Martin Luther King Day weekend and we're here fucking talking about this fucking asshole who just fucking brought his muddy ass shoes in the in the house yeah, Heather, fucking put his feet up on the fucking coffee table and was like I live here now this is true. and the house is hip Martin Luther King's dream <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it, it's us coming together to talk about how white supremacy sucks yes this was true. the dream it's true <laughs> All right, so speaking of which, we're going to listen to a song called White Crime. Oh, my God. Uh, that was the worst segue, wasn't it? Yeah. That, oh, no, that was, it was appropriate. Uh, and uh, followed by Molly featuring <sighs> Brendan Urie from Pan Panic at the Disco. Do we have to do that? Yeah, I love yeah, yeah, Panic at the Disco. That, do that, you? Yeah, so that I hurts love, my heart. I love knowing that, hurts, that about you. It hurts my spirit a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of spiritual harm that will be and has been and will continue to be done over the course of the show. So, all right, let's get into uh Should we white... listen to Bruh also? Why not? Bruh dot dot dot. Why not? All right, not? yeah, let's just do Here all three. White crime. Wait, is Lil Dicky going to acknowledge his participation in uh, racism and white supremacy? <laughs> of course not. He's going to talk oh, about no. how white people only do fake crime. Like stealing shampoos from the hotel bathroom. Let's yeah, yeah. listen. Let's listen. White Yeah, we bout that. Do a lot of dirt, never doubt that. A lot of rap twerps, let a shout crap. Let her make their mouth flap. When it come to bird, no, we spout facts. You gon' learn what I'm about, bruh. Doing business at the airport. And security, I ain't fraught. A lot of shit up in my Jansport. Six ounce of the face wash. My duffel bigger than with cam board. My shuffle lawn during takeoff. Will I help in an emergency? Yeah, sure. Exit row, finger straight cross. Thinking Dave saw. Um, um. Alright, this is Molly. I really wish that I could call you. What can I do? 
that's you, and that's true, really wish that I didn't care about you anymore, but I do, what do I do in the rap life, make a motherfucker choose up in that fight, make a young couple do something sad like, being broke up even though we had life, had life, had life. He's a bad rapper. He like these bad, are bad lines. A, I know. Are I don't really even not? get what is Molly supposed to be? Is that like his crossover like hit? Like is he trying to be Drake? Like, I don't get it. Is he trying to be Imagine Dragons? Uh, yeah. I, I think it is like a Drake kind of thing. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's just supposed to, he's it's just trying to, to be do the earnest mega relationship hip-hop songs ballad. Uh, is it? Is it even that? Yeah. He doesn't even barely fucking rhyme. It's terrible. Yeah, and this is like two songs after Let Me Freak, too. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's really it's so jarring, though, because yeah, it's, it's like, very well, jarring. I thought this was all jokes. I had jarring in my notes for this song, yeah. Uh, yeah, all jokes like white crime. Joke? Like, well, white... I mean, there are no jokes, but like, where are the supposed <laughs> jokes? Dude, he has a song called White Crime, and it's about he's basically saying like, oh, well, white people don't actually commit crimes. Of like, course not. Yo, white people do mass shootings and fucking like burn white down people... churches and shit. Oh, can we talk about the entire foundation of our entire motherfucking country that was built off of fucking like stealing free labor off of you know from black folks and fucking and and the um, uh, original sin, the perpetual sin of white crime that fucking is the foundation of every structure in our motherfucking society. <laughs> right. No, no, the real my like, dudes. No, white people don't do anything <laughs> bad except for stealing his soaps out of sh- uh, uh-huh. out of fucking hotels. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Destroying cultures for profit. Oh, like no, no. what you're doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, this is like worse than Tom this McDonald white, shit. This is a white crime. This fucking whole album <laughs> yeah, is a motherfucking is a white, white crime. crime. <laughs> like you said, it's like um, I can think of lots of things. Like <laughs> <laughs> so many things. It's like I don't even steal the shampoo. <laughs> I'm a good noodle. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what? What did he say? He said like, I don't feel like he used some stupid ass word talking about going to like fucking uh, this airport security. Like, oh, yeah, I, I forget what it was. Slightly larger than uh, you know regulation uh, bottle of face wash. Yes. And then also like sneaking candy into movies. Like that's. I mean, everyone does that. I get, everyone does. <laughs> I get what the joke is, and like, and it's a stupid I, joke. It's crazy that he did not consider any of the broader context of what of course not. exactly that's Be- that's the problem it's just like not considering the context and the time that you're saying this right and the genre <laughs> the way you're choosing <laughs> to oh, say it geez. in a rap song <laughs> this is like blind spots the musical it's right. but it's like but it's it, but but he never had to to open those eyes he's he's blind no. spot he's intentionally blind he fucking has shades on and he's cooling like <sighs> i think he knows i think it's just you know this is Does what he, he knows. Know. Yeah, he knows. He, I think it's just I don't what he give him believes. Any the the fan base he's chasing if wants he, to hear. If he knows, does it make it worse? Yes. Or I don't think he's that stupid. I think he's. A, I really don't. I think like, white people he, like, are he's stupid <laughs> in that sense. Like in the yeah. like unexamined I think he's oblivious. Sense. I think he's oblivious. I, I think that's right. I and think I think he's is... arrogant about it too. Because yes. I've seen interviews where he's been called out on this sort of thing, and he like really like fires back. You but know? see, that's what I'm saying. He knows because people have said it. Yeah. And he knows that this is what the fan base. This is what they think. They yeah. like, oh yeah. But he still doesn't all like you get scary it. black he, and brown people that commit the crimes. Also I just it. But he actually also thinks it. But he actually also thinks it. Theater, it does. Lil Dicky have a fucking single black friend he didn't pay for? Right. No. Lil Dicky is definitely like point. straight up racist. Did like, he? <laughs> oh no, I'm not saying he's not. That's what. But I'm saying that he knows and chooses. Oh, chooses this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's intentional. Yes. But he thinks, purposeful. Yes. Yeah, but, but he knows. But what's worse is like right. he knows and like he thinks it's like a good thing. <laughs> you know? He thinks, he thinks we it's should good be for the culture. Him for exactly. It. Yeah. He 
exactly because <gasps> i feel like there are a lot of white people that are genuinely oblivious yeah and the people that would enjoy the song are those people right, right. he is not right um, yeah, yeah i feel like he's he, oblivious he's, and he's double no he's not oblivious he knows and he's doubled down on and it and he's profiting and he's profiting yes yeah i would i don't i don't he's he's, this is he's a motherfucking... sly like a fox i would never be like little dicky doesn't know better oh he knows yeah he knows. he knows he chooses not to is he a yeah it's like how uh, evil fucking is it, monster is it like, like how like how louis ck is doing like yeah, all right jokes now yeah because he knows <laughs> Because thinking, he knows those are the people that rode with him and said, "Yeah, it's totally cool. You were jerking off in front of people. Mm-hmm. These these bitches is too sensitive. You know what I <laughs> yep, mean? Yep, yep, yep. So yes. he knows that's who's gonna support him. Oh my uh, god! So he chooses uh, to pander right to them. But period. Uh, uh, <laughs> are we gonna? How bad is did I make it worse? Yo, this is because it's better when people are oblivious. But I don't believe most people are. I don't. There's so it's many. 20, it's almost 2020. There's no way. Yeah. It's there's no so way you don't true. know at this point. It's so true. Some people don't, but I think the vast majority. Well, they also choose, choose not to know. The people because that don't ask know these choose. same people. Would you want to? Besides, little Dicky and his stupid Freaky Friday bullshit. <laughs> you ask a regular white person, would you want to switch places with a black person right now? Oh my god! You think a lot of them would say yes? Or if they said yes, it wouldn't be for superficial reasons. Like I can dance now. No, I that's feel like, literally what the song was. I feel like the main question would be like, well, I can, I can change back afterwards, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Is it permanent? And, <laughs> yo, and if that ain't a motherfucking metaphor for Lil Dicky, who decided right. to put on rap and fucking black culture as a costume, fucking wear it until it's until but it's no we longer serving him, Americans, and then can go back to being a fucking lawyer. But this is what I'm saying. We was all Americans, right? And it's all equal. And racism is dead. Why wouldn't you want to be black? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, is yeah. there something negative about it? <laughs> when you talk about it, that's what makes it powerful, right? Like when you talk about racism, that's what makes it real. Oh. Okay. Well, we're talking about racism. <laughs> this next song is called Bruh, dot, dot, dot. And then there's uh, Save That Money featuring Freddy Wap and Rich Homie Quan. And also in between, there's an interlude where um, Hannibal Burris pretends he likes Lil Dicky. Or Lil Dicky takes an out-of-context Hannibal Burris stand-up quote and tries to make it seem like Hannibal Burris is his black friend. Is that what it is? Yes. That's what my read on it was. I don't fucking care, man. I hate this motherfucker. There's nothing that could make this less terrible. Sorry, what? Bruh and save that money. Alright, let's do it. We just got a mill in the kitchen. I'm killing this shit. I've been kicking like a villain this stitcher. My shit is gripping when I run it. How the fuck I be slipping? I be intimate with them hoes. She never flummoxed. I take chick, pee and smash. I call her hummus. And I be funny with this shit. I'm just playing. There's still nobody fucking with the kid. I'm just saying. Got a chicken parm on a date, it seemed, but I don't even know the broad. She just grating the cheese. I don't even got a job, I just play as free. But still, they get a boy, bands 98 degrees. So come fuck with me. I got a couple hundred bitches doing drugs with me. And I got a couple dozen bitches trying to hug Dicky. And I got a couple bitches. I, I have I have a theory. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have a theory. I don't know if I buy like this accidental rapper story. Uh, uh, oh, I don't. You I think don't... it's a manufactured story? Yes. Oh, go on. As I'm not saying that he wasn't looking as an attorney. Types? Yes. Oh. I don't. Th- I don't buy the comedy route. <laughs> I, I don't buy it. I don't. Oh. I don't buy that this was a segue to get comedy jobs. Oh. I think that he's someone that always wanted to be a rapper. Oh shit. Oh, man. And he knew that he could never do it straight up. Be genuine. He couldn't be an Eminem. No. Right. He's not cool. Mm. He's on the ones and threes instead of the twos and fours. <laughs> <laughs> He's too straight laced. It's not going to work. What's the way that it could work and he could still be a rap star <gasps> if it's a joke? 
Shit. I didn't think about that. That's like probably true. Cause look, that is did you hear that true. beat? Like, and trying to actually rap, that wasn't no comedy song. That's like trying to do an impression of like Run DMC. Yeah. And then the other song that wasn't funny either, <laughs> the, the Molly Hop, whatever. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's trying to. He's trying. He's trying to be like a serious rapper it. in that. Think song, about right? it. Yeah, he is. Think, think about my theory. Brandy, no, you had to right. crack the motherfucking <laughs> cracker right. code and that here. That makes it so much worse. That makes it so much worse. <laughs> it 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 gets worse and worse every. It's again just like you said earlier. It gets worse and worse the more you listen to it. I do like the next song though. It's like a fractal of like a fucking asshole opening endlessly. <laughs> Can I admit that that I like the next song? Yeah, that was the one song on the album that I would also admit that I like. Save that money. This is the good, this is the oh, song, yeah. this is the the one that tricked me, this is the one main thought song that tricked me into thinking Little Dicky was good. Yeah. This is the first song I heard by him. All right, well, let's listen to it. Okay. Oh, okay. It's all right, right? It's it's not awful. Like honestly, it well obviously it's like one of the best or not the best song he has, but Sure. Um I think it's funny too. Yeah, like it's not it like is, it, this one actually funny. is relatable. This exactly is relatable mm-hmm. to everyone because I'm cheap as hell. Yeah. I'm so cheap. <laughs> I like, do, I wear the same pair of jeans every day. Like I have like, four. Like yo, I'm I super that. super cheap. And then also like even when I rap, I don't do like the oh I rap about having money. I rap like oh I have a um I drive a Chevy and <laughs> I, all my money's legal because I work like three jobs. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. stuff like that. I think that's like relatable. If he had stayed kind of in that lane. Right, it could have maybe have uh, it, been something. It's but. like it's like a cute like l- weird. I mean, I've I've said this before yeah. that it feels like you know he's kind of like a, a weird owl without any of the charm or like self awareness. Like uncertain. This was like one where it could have right. been that, that could have been a, a an lane. interesting like collabo right with him and Weird Al on this one. But I also like I will say that while you are correct and while I do remember thinking this was cute, especially in the context of our society and our culture like even this shit is like problematic as fuck because it has no consciousness of inherited wealth he talks about saving money since he was 13 right right? and if you look at like and the boston globe came out with an article like maybe a year ago talking about yeah the inherited wealth of black folks in boston a family average inherited wealth for a family of black folks in boston is eight dollars Okay, and like this shit, he was given so much money and taught how to invest it and taught how to fucking save it, all of these things, and and also yeah, and inherited it and went to writer. fucking law school. He it's easy to save money and be fucking sanctimonious about it I when you got a m- paralegal. I don't know what he was. I, I don't. Anyway, it's easy to save money when you fucking got money, when you were born with money, dude. Like what? Yeah, and the video is pretty tone deaf too because like he's got this like quirky idea for the video where it's like you know he goes to like a Lamborghini dealership and he's like oh, I'm trying to make this um, music video about saving money like do you think we could just like bar- like borrow this and stuff and it's and he goes to like a resort to film at and he's like and he like they let him all do it for free that's like the conceit of the because video. Because he's white. And he, yeah and he doesn't even realize because like he's that white. could never happen if that was Fetty Wap. I could unbelievable. <laughs> I'd be like, get out now. The shit, right? the sh- it, it, yeah, the shit that 
that white people get away with on the fucking regular, and that's what this this is really an ode to. Yeah, but Fuck that. But it was the best he can do. <laughs> and that's and the I lowest. Was... Yo, isn't that crazy? How low the bar is. It's like this is the least I've been offended the whole time. That is still offensive. This entire and, podcast, and it's, and it's still so fucking offensive. He also the end of the song is just him pitch shifting himself to sound like a black man, which he does several times on this album. Right. Arguing about the price of iced coffee, which then again oh, for now so you're long. And, then, and then you're in a black person's voice, and then you're also with the added layer of like implying yeah. that black people don't, you know, are gonna be cheap and argue about the price of iced coffee. Right. He's he's like he is doing like a fake accent the whole time too. We haven't really touched. Oh on yeah. That, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. His fake accent isn't as good as Iggy's though. No. no. I mean, it's good, bad. <laughs> she. I I actually watched this video by a linguist, and it was. <laughs> talking about like professor blaze professor blaze she definitely (laughs) learned that black scent from someone black yeah you think she had like a vocal wasn't wasn't he like her mentor even before ti though there's other like black male rappers that like took her under the wing and she learned that's right so because there's people don't recognize like you know african-american vernacular english has rules to it Mm -hmm. so that's why a lot of times when people try to make fun of it they sound so bad because they don't acknowledge the grammatical rules of it Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. which is how it sounds natural right and someone like really taught her little dicky does not have that so no, it just no. sounds right bad. like ben knew yeah. was another, going down to right. the you know that's, another that's corner he it. cut he was cheap <laughs> yep, on the vocal lessons co- too oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad you brought in that linguist dick shit right there because that that cultural communicate that's my jam man and like yeah like ben knew that is a tense that's a verb tense mm-hmm. that's a ver- and we ben knew that fucking little dicky was whack as fuck so we should <laughs> we should continue on uh i feel like uh uh, to oh well, which is so bad, and then I guess personality I, featuring T Pain. I don't know. I've I had started to check out by this point, so let's see if I even oh remember well these songs. is maybe my least favorite and most offensive song on the entire album to me. Oh well, I thought it was just like boring. It just washed over me. Maybe I wasn't understanding what he was talking. about. I understand what he was talking about, and it is the most offensive song in the fucking All album, right, and that is really oh, no. absolutely saying something. Just, I was like eating like cucumber and hummus at this point, and kind of like not paying attention. <laughs> How high were you? I was not that high. I was just bored. Uh, see, if you were bored, see, you were telling me you were bored, and I was like, I was blood boiling, yeah. fucking furious this whole time. So I don't know. Um, I'm very glad that I'm doing it with you guys. Like I, I, I was like, listen, I went the hands up. I was like, you know, the Peter Griffin meme. He's like, done. I was like, uh, 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 <laughs> oh, I love you guys, but I, I mean, can't take it. <laughs> Brandy Blaze, you are not under duress. You are free to go, but like, <laughs> we did not tolerable. kidnap Brandy Blaze. Yes, they did. Come help me. It's snowing outside, so I'm trapped. Oh, God. All right. It's getting dark. All right, so, oh, well, featuring Jace of 2 9. Who? Jace who of 2 9. I know, I, but who? But not to the fact that I'm ignorant, of course. I know that. I'm indifferent. I don't care to know what I don't. I don't care till I'm coming home and my dad tell me some shit about when he my age he was doing shit, protesting about something that I forget currently, but that's not the point. The point is, to my pot the boy is in a crowd devoid of giving a fuck. I would call this bluff, but I've been thinking about it and shit here in Rondo. I don't vote, but I think I did a prom, though. I don't know about the world if it's not home. I don't even know the first thing about what Obama do. I'm better off telling y'all what LeBron be doing. 
<laughs> okay, I definitely missed that whole verse. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm about to pass out. I thought out. this song was just about how he's like addicted to being on his phone. I totally missed that whole shit. Uh, well, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I did not miss that shit. And this is the most offensive song on the wow. album. Yeah, fuck little Dicky. Fuck little Dicky. He is not just a culture vulture. He oh. that was painful. See, I told y'all what I say. He knows he's ignorant. Oh my god! Yeah. And he wears it as a badge of honor. He wears it as a badge of honor, motherfucker. What the fuck? Like that level of privilege is like astounding to me. And I have a lot of privileges. Everyone has some type of privilege, right? right. So everyone is at an intersection. So everyone has some type of privilege. Even me as a black woman. So, but it's like that level. Like of like privilege is like crazy to me. It's insane. Like yeah, wow, that you could it. just be like, oh, I don't, I don't know, some, something happened in the history. What, something? So, yeah. so something? You're just gonna you're your just parents' generation happened. who are go protesting something? <laughs> the in civil rights movement? I I might imagine considering generationally how old your parents are, but like, oh, something? How are you gonna? I don't write even know song? what Obama did, but how, I know what LeBron did. How are you gonna write a song that the whole thing is just like I don't really know what the fuck's going oh, on? Oh well, oh well is That's, the refrain. Oh well, but you oh. can afford you have that privilege and, and he, that's the infuriating mm. part it's like i was i just kind of know because i've experienced it and i see it and i don't have a choice but to know mm. and like you could just be like oh well i don't and I'm see not. how I, about them lakers like <laughs> <laughs> i could see this like you know as much flack as macklemore gets and i think a lot of it is well deserved i could almost see this being like a macklemore rap that then he flips the script at the end and it's like yeah that's like that's what that's what whiteness is is being able to say oh well whatever like having like because that is what whiteness is right it's being able to fucking shrug your shoulders and be like oh yeah i don't know what the fuck they were talking about they were all upset about but that's actually not what happens then he transitions into talking about how he's on this phone all the time that was a part of the song that you heard that that is the fucking emotional climax of this fucking song is oh well i don't have to care next i have a new appreciation for macklemore (laughs) god bless him let's not go crazy here (laughs) i do no I, I, i think he could be tone deaf at times but he's never offended me, really. I mean, I don't know. some when, of the things I've done is like kind of like, what the hell are you doing? Like the mm. texting Kendrick thing mm. was, was strange. When he was on stage <laughs> doing the, he was like, hey, I'm just going to put on like this random costume. And it was just like a super anti-Semitic. Like, oh, like, that weird, one. Yeah. yeah. yeah I forgot about yeah. that. Actually. It was like a There's rabbi yeah. with like yeah. a huge nose. Yeah, that was He's like, yo, this great. is just like a random costume but, I found. Okay, oh, never mind. But at least Macklemore, <laughs> Macklemore in a very corny way. And, his and music definitely in a stumbly way. He thing. at least is modeling what it what it can look like to be a white person interrogating white privilege on some level, right? In yeah. a corny, yeah, a in a corny, complex, yes. like like stumbly way. Oh, Again. he's trying. I, I know, and I don't want to give anybody cookies for well, trying. Well, Hester Print is trying to, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but I'll listen to like Thrift Shop for like a week straight. Oh, that was instead of song. ever hear this album again. I don't actually like thrift shops so that would be actually torturous <laughs> but i will listen to it for a week straight and literally nothing else before i ever listen to this album again yeah same so I'm shout out to macklemore so it's, sorry <laughs> I don't, you know what actually i don't still know friends? <laughs> i love you to death we're bonded now think, we're friends forever brother. i think the beat to thrift shop would make me fucking go crazy though just hearing just <sighs> I, if i have to listen to the same song over and over again i don't want it to be one that has horns <laughs> Again, wouldn't you take like that over any of these loop. motherfucking songs? Nah, do save that money. <laughs> All right, I'm cutting. I'm cutting that. It doesn't Come fit on. my narrative. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If it's my narrative, <laughs> <laughs> who's the 
editor. I'm the problematic fave on this show. I know. <laughs> I'm the shrill woman yelling, "Really? Really?" <laughs> the whole time as our as our negative review. Did we shout out our negative review yet? Oh man, yo, shouts oh, out man. to our negative review. Beanie Girl Six. What Beanie up? Girl Six, come on the show. Come on the show. We'd love to talk to you about like the music you hate, the podcast you hate, why you hate me and my voice. The thing but, is, she was just correct about everything. Everything she except, said, except that we have recorded albums. Just so you know, you know, we are musicians. We are musicians. We have, but but this entire review was like, if you like people being judgmental and angry about music that has sold millions of copies, because selling millions of copies must mean it's good music. Yeah, I was like, wait, like, that is exactly that is what, what our show is. Yeah, Thank you. If you're a Which, fan of that, you should listen to us. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's. There are fans of that. <laughs> right. Trust I mean, me. thank you, Loyal Stoppies. What were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Let's listen to the next song. Oh, God. All right. This is um, Personality featuring T-Pain, and then we're going to follow that up immediately with Pillow Talking, which, let it be known, was the 47th, no, sorry, 49th most expensive music video ever created. Which is crazy because like he was this like... I song. Sorry, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> I, am also, gotta... I am also sorry. Yeah. Very sorry to hear Pillow that. talk? I can't believe I like the video. It's 11... Okay, the video... Right, the, the brain is cute, all right? The brain is cute <laughs> The brain video. is adorable. Considering but the video the... was really good. Okay, I, well, and I thought some yeah, of it was funny. Because they purchased... Like the part with the pizza, I thought it was funny. Because they spent <laughs> fucking... It was the 49th most expensive music video so of all time. Good, right? It well, should be good. All right, I got some thoughts on it. We'll talk we'll about talk it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Personality. Drag though, me. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't dare. <laughs> At this point, God, we owe you. All right, this is personality, followed by Pillow Talk. I'm about to show you how to man shake. We can make a handshake. Keep you safe and walk into your damn place. Then I got you bouncing on my rubber like a train lane. What you doing tomorrow? I'm with it. I'ma take you to the zoo and be cordial and witty. That's I'ma tell you hella stories and be mindful. Oh. Bet you get a little horny like the infant rhinos. I ain't even strong like that. So average, I ain't tall like that. We just try to show you. God bless you, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have a theory. T Pain is the monster on the mask singer. He is. He, he totally is. is. <laughs> All right. That show sucks, but I love it. Me and my friend have been saying it for, what's it, two weeks? Two weeks? It's been on for like two, three weeks? Yeah, yeah. Two, uh, three episodes. T Pain is the monster. T Pain is the monster. All right. We're going to listen to Pillow Talking featuring Brain, Lil Dicky's alter ego. His brain. His brain, because he's always talking with his dick, so he's also got to feature his brain every once in a while, literally once on this album, so here we go. Uh, pillow talking with a bitch, hey. I just finished passing on a bitch, hey. Now I'm pillow talking with a bitch. Wait, are you going to play brain the part with... Still. <laughs> yes. The brain. Please don't neglect the brain. Uh. Yes, I am. Please don't neglect the brain. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys know he did a whole mixtape as the brain, right? I, I learned that today. Wait, I didn't hold need on. to know that. He's talking about how he needs to poop. All right, well, let's. I just want to go ahead and let Brandy go and defend that now that she's talked to herself in the corner. The video is funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's so bad. No, it's bad. It's bad. I fully acknowledge that it's bad. But like, it, I, it's like when I laughed when he was like, what do you say we're getting pussy with our person? 
Oh man! Well, that was the other that's song. Terrible. <laughs> and so terrible. Yeah, that's a song where it's him. It's just again just showing his hand as like a like a jock piece of shit because he's right. trying to pretend like he's got a great personality and that's why he gets pussy. He's a fucking. It's, it's like, an incel anthem. Do you think yeah, he's like a jock pretending again. to be a nerd? Yes. yes, because like I think that's the thing yes. to be now. Because isn't he? T- he said he's tall, right? Uh, I mean, said, that oh, you know what? He said he's five eleven, and he says six foot on the Tinder profile, and that actually I can relate to because I am five eleven, and I exactly did that when I was on, the, on my dating. <laughs> that was that. That was like the that and save that money. Those are the two relatable parts. I mean, I thought the part where he was talking it's it's an awful thing to do, but it's actually men do it all the time, which is like I'm gonna get you so emotionally attached, you're not gonna notice that the sex is trash. <laughs> yeah, you're still gonna stay. He brags about that. That's, That's awful, but men do that. Yeah. Right. I don't know anything because about it, that. That's <laughs> <laughs> all alien to me. <laughs> oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, uh. brain. <laughs> so, let's talk about brain. What, <laughs> you mean pillow talking? And pillow talk, yeah. Yeah. So, I do like the one thing that the brain says I did really like. <laughs> he says, um, this bitch don't know about Pangea. <laughs> 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 that's my favorite part that is my favorite part of the whole album yeah. I didn't even hear that part yeah so wow. the, thing, the thing with the Pillow Talk is an 11 minute song it's so just a conversation like with a him Bo Burnham after kind having of, sex right kind um, of the, but it's not that funny and the concept is that he just finished having sex with this girl and he's realizing that she's boring and he doesn't like her of course, right? which I I can relate. To. I can I'm relate sorry. to too, but also it's so long. It's, it's, it's so really long. long. I I don't know, like. But I also I kind of like thought that, it was funny in the beginning. Long? I thought it was. I, it, it, <laughs> yeah, right. It happens in real life. That's it true. feels really long. And I think I see, like get off my get. Please get out of my house. <laughs> he, I see he's trying to do that, and I guess I can see why you might like it. But for me, I just felt like it was like, oh, this is still going. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, ten minutes long. Ten minutes long. That's longer than he probably had sex for. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me (laughs) of. He gives a girl four to eight minutes. That's longer than his entire fucking sexual encounter. That's true. What a motherfucker! Wow. (laughs) Oh my god. It reminded me. Ain't that real though? (laughs) It reminded me of the old um, Adam Sandler albums. The skits that he, the Adam Sandler used to do. You listen to those? Yeah, yeah. I I was a white twelve-year-old in the nineties. I know Topu Willie because of my friends. Well. The people who know know this is some Adam Sandler shit. You know, All shouts right. out to the Cobcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> where he would he would do Adam Sandler used to do these like long like skits on his albums that were like eleven minutes long, where it was him having a conversation with someone, and they had no fucking another punch white lines man in it. who has never been told no. Happy Gilmore's good though, Billy Madison. I like the Water Boy. So we'll save that money. <laughs> Next, Big Daddy was alright too. It wasn't uh, bad. <laughs> Wedding singer was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to switch gears here and just <laughs> read some lyrics. Um, from quote, which song? From personality. Okay. Quote, I'm gonna take you to the zoo and be cordial and witty. I'm gonna tell you hella stories and be mindful. Bet you get a little horny like the infant rhinos. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know the boy about the legwork. I plant seeds. I'm a Mexicano gardener. Greatest rapper alive. Drop the mic. We're good. This is changing the game. All know. I'm saying is I ain't playing the game with these bitches. I ain't mean to them. So I'm not mean to women. Fuck me. Right. 
He's what an amazing personality. What is what a stunning personality. I'm not mean, except I am, and I'm literally calling them bitches yeah, in this bi- same sentence. He only, he's like, I'm so much different from all the other rappers, but he still just calls women bitches oh, yeah. every opportunity. He's actually so very much the same in so many ways and different in all the wrong ones. So uh, classic male <laughs> pregame. I don't think, uh, yeah. I think that'll change the whole narrative. You know, that's really? going to be where he redeems himself sure. in this, this, in this song called Classic male pregame yeah, let's do that let's go ahead 10 o'clock words getting slurred another shot sam trying to hurry mark's not says he isn't worried he ain't trying to spend hella bread at the club call him out since when do you say clear faggot mark pouts something like a hurt rabbit dean smiles he been doing work pretty turn think he blacked out little dicky burp loud peep phone what the fuck she ain't text back pretty close to considering a text back spilling coke on my shirt that's a red flag now i gotta change mark knows put his best flat on we debate in the top 10 in the nba disagreeing a lot about yeah, so he's a fucking jock asshole. I just yeah. want to reiterate yes, that. And he really shows his hand. Calling on people song. faggots. Yeah. Yeah. For saying um, clerb. For saying clerb. Except he's doing the exact equivalent of way worse than saying clerb. He he's made clerb into an entire fucking album and an empire and a fucking career. Ew. <laughs> This is so gross. Yeah, the way he, this song, he's just describing interacting with his friends, and it's just like distilled, distilled toxic masculinity. It's so sad. The whole song is about them like trying to pregame, going to fuck women, and then like being at a club that's lame, kind of, and like getting too drunk and like being hungover the next day. And like that must be great for those to be your biggest motherfucking problems, but it does not make for good music at all. It's so weak, dude. It's so fucking weak. And it is so toxic. Is that what male friendships are? That fucking sucks. Uh, yeah. That's what That I, fucking sucks. Is that Not for me. Right, I mean. exactly. Not for fucking human beings with souls. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, for a lot of people, for sure. Like, that's like the mainstream male friendships, I feel like. You know, like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to play those roles for people like Lil Dicky. Should we play a little violin music while you <laughs> take, your, <laughs> take your aside here? Your soliloquy I'm about. In my NPR voice. <laughs> I know, I noticed that. I was like, oh. No, I don't know. <laughs> sucks, though. It sucks for those dudes. Yeah, that really sucks, man. Have a genuine emotion, <laughs> my dude. Try it out. It's cool. Uh, yeah, it's real little... liberating. <laughs> How you doing, Brandy? <laughs> I'm really still upset that there's two ver- parts to that song. That uh, oh, the next one. The next one. It, what, what's it called again? The Antagonist oh my and God. the Antagonist 2. That might be. I'm still like focused on that. Like All I heard out of that last song was like the Coke reference. And I was like, uh-huh, mm. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. It's real funny. <laughs> so clever. Um, do you have other things to say about this, Mike? Because I really don't. At all. Uh, I no, I got nothing else to say about it. Okay, uh, thank he, God. <laughs> so let's do the antagonist one and two. Get it, how is everyone the same dude? The rookie walking on the court like, man, I can't lose. They playing diggy. Everybody in the room be like, that's some shit. Playing dope, bum ass, they be like, that's some shit. Y'all are bubbles with the rapping. The diggy get it popping, you can say bubble rapping. The irony in all of this is I've been funny rapping, yet the young is snapping to the point where all of y'all look funny rapping. Oh. Congratulations, y'all can write a hook. At my graduation, they were saying I could write a book. If a- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we all just clap, clap, clap for Lil Dicky? Aww, I'm sure you were told you could write a book. Yeah, this is Lil Dicky. I'm this sure is- you were. He thinks this is his, like, uh, 300 bars and running or something. <laughs> like, 
Think about my theory. I'm even more convinced. Oh yeah, we're all convinced. We're all convinced of my theory now. We are all little dicky truthers. Yeah. Well, let's listen to the second antagonist too, because this. Let's go right ahead. The beat on this one gives me an anxiety attack. So damn American. Ever take a walk in the street? Sit up in the middle of the median, and they come and go, and they come and go. My ship and bumping, my ship and dope, but I'm missing something. I'm kissing hoes, and I'm missing something. I'm switching roles, and I'm pissed at something. I'm drifting slow. I got zip files, and I know if I click them, they're gonna unlock. How do I know that though? I wasn't taught. I guess the shit that you learn on the job, and my permanent foggers and burning like smog. Look at your feet, totally out. What is a feet? What is a job? Look at my teeth. I'm done. Wait, that part's so weird. He says his teeth have been moving a lot. He doesn't feel the pain, so I guess that he's God. This song makes no sense. These two songs are like 13 combined minutes of a bunch of like like semi like brag rhymes and semi just like space fillers of like shit that words that go together so that he can say them fast. Yeah. This is like sub Eminem like fucking try hard. Okay. Something's missing. Something's missing. Saying, it's a soul. It's a soul. It's a soul. You're he a motherfucking like banshee. Like what the fuck? His entire fucking these two songs are about begging somebody to be shitty to him can I, so that he can have credibility. That is literally what the song is about. He's asking who is my antagonist, you know, and who's gonna fight. You know who's gonna fight me and who's gonna tell me I'm terrible? Well, first of all, we are. Yeah, we, we are telling are. you well, that yeah, you are terrible. Are. You're welcome. Yeah, this Lil is Dickie. officially the start of our rap beef with <laughs> Little Dicky. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know I got bars. You know Brandy has bars. All right, even even Michael dust off the old shops for yeah, you, I motherfucker. Haven't, I haven't rapped in a minute, but for Little Dicky, <laughs> for Little Motherfucking Dicky, I am challenging you here to a motherfucking rap battle, Little Dicky. We will do it live. We will live stream it. We can do whatever the fuck you want. No, no, I'm not going to give him the views. <laughs> I'll give myself the motherfucking views. Yeah, don't speak for me and Brandy over right, here. Right, I'll take the want. views. Yeah, we'll take the views. <laughs> okay, okay. So you are hereby challenged. If um, you want an antagonist, so come and get it. I want to um, read these lyrics to you guys. Yes. I'm trying to make sense of what he's saying. Go it, ahead. And I think it's really offensive, but I it also... Is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Only problem is I'm rapping to rappers, to the people that be listening, that world doesn't matter. Want to know what the advantage of the rapper who black is? Yes. The N-word is his antagonist. Before you get all huff and puff about it, think about it. Be analyst. The fact that they always use, it's no accident. For example, I could be like, go figure. I don't think I'm one to <laughs> fuck with all you ho... Oh. Y'all can fill in the blank. But that doesn't make it so you don't get a rap at a rapper. That applies to every detractor. But even if I had a word like it, that nerd never disturbed. It's absurd, but I'm looking around and ain't nobody versed me. He is upset that people don't call him the N-word. That is what he is upset about. Is he is upset. No, he's upset that there's no equivalent that he can't say. He, oh. This is his very, very danced around yeah. version of saying, he, I'm actually upset. I wish I was oppressed so that I could have street cred. Please. It sounds like he's saying like rappers kind of black rappers are able to use it and kind of use it it's almost a like a crutch. Right. Ooh, in your that's bars. so racist. Yeah, yeah. That's so and racist. And you know that it's, it's like, oh, you know, one of the. <laughs> What like white people are big consumers of hip hop, and then they hear you say it all the time, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's so cute! Why can't I say it?" You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. they say it, you know, well, not black around people. black that's people when they're singing oh, yeah. the music. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like oh I think that's god. what he's saying. Right. And what he's oh, saying so, is that's racist. That's a whack as fuck. sentiment. Then it is so fucking racist. I can't. It's so ridiculous. Dude's... Dude is upset that he can't fucking 
have the credibility of racism as a reason to be angry and that's why this whole thing like remember when you were saying it was boring it is boring yeah, yeah. this shit is motherfucking boring like just because I'm so angry I'm angry because of everything this represents in society but the shit is boring as fuck because he has nothing to be angry about because he was literally handed everything in his fucking life including this fucking rap career including the fact that we're even paying attention to him now yeah literally he's angry that he's not oppressed that's like he the is only literally thing saying that, that. He, he's, he's, he's like, like you, would you would appreciate me if I had a hard life that's even even worse than motherfucking Tom McDonald. Yeah, it really That's is. That's worse than all of the, like almost all of the other rap white rappers that we listen to on the show. Because again, they're just ignorant, ignorant. He is not ignorant. He's, he's selling very, it. very aware and he's doubling way. down on it. There's too many layers of shittiness for you, me to even wrap my oh, head around. Oh my, oh. That's why I said, yo, mm. when he was writing his little raps in his bedroom when he was like probably like in high school and stuff because he really wanted to be a rapper, I bet he wrote some stuff to have the N-word in it. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. And that's where that comes from. Guaranteed. It was like, oh, I, I can't. You know, he probably yeah, did like, the gun uh. bars. He was probably rapping yep. about guns and bricks mm -hmm. and saying the yep. N-word yep. and then realized... I'm never gonna get anywhere doing that mm. because he's, and he's slightly like, he's smarter. Like, that but shit I wrote was fire. Yeah, but it was. I hot should be though. able to release my N-word right. songs. The system, yeah, the system. Oh my god! <laughs> but instead, I'm gonna use this fucking now, now SJW because now I have to write something brand new. Because <laughs> you people won't let me be great. <laughs> god, I oh, hope this man. motherfucker's career never. Why fucking... else would he think like being white and like upper class is a hindrance? The rapper. Well, that's and, true. Is it just and he, and then that's just a cover for him wanting to say the N word really bad? <laughs> of course, Why do you it think is. He, on Freaky Friday, he's yeah. the, the first. Thing that's I the first know. thing. That's right. That's right. Mouth. And he wants to be a fucking like sensitive man, but he says bitch and fucking hoe every fucking second and talks about how like you know women should be fucking you know fawning all over him, falling all over his fucking dick because he he went to dinner with your aunt. Oh, this guy makes me so. But angry. you know that like in real life, this. he's probably like you should be falling all over my dick because. I'm little dicky or because even before that because I have money right. right but then he knew and he was clever enough to use the fucking culture against itself to, to try and fucking have this like extra right. layer of like self-referential and kind of self-deprecating but actually never giving up his own power exactly. never mm -hmm. ever mm -hmm. ever losing any power or he's always saving face not just saving face but fucking patting himself on the back and getting himself a platform for it think about like any white person that you know that goes i hate rap right period <laughs> like not even like anything like nothing because there's yeah. so right. much well, I told you I'm from the south shore so i hear it a lot yeah so think about like the people that are like that he found a way to sell rap to them yeah crazy mm -hmm. so we got two songs left and then we can uh oh thank ra rate this fucking album. God. i can't thank wait to you. rate this album Please, yes I'm done. all right so this is work these next two songs i didn't really write any notes for i was i was back at the <laughs> we were all cucumber and hummus <laughs> 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 Wait, didn't he make a terrible hummus rhyme earlier? I think he did. Yeah, yeah. he said, "I oh, chick a I smashed pee a chick, smashed I, a pee. I smashed the chick. Smashed I, I smashed the chick, the chick pee. pee uh, call it hummus. Is that like a? <laughs> that doesn't I, make any fucking sense. Is that like sense. a water sports reference? Like I smashed the chick and pee. No, no. He's talking about no. peeing and smashing no. a no. chick. No, that's a water sports reference. He's talking. I don't about, think that's what he's actually saying. I think like you're trying to find logic. Yeah, there don't. Is yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, you gotta I, just let it go. <laughs> yeah, we're we're letting it go. All right, so yeah, so so we got work. Speaking of which, work paid for that and uh, Truman. All right, the last two songs. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> God, thank you. 
Something seriously lacking, man. Mm-hmm. Well, he's saying <laughs> Let me something tell. seriously lacking in the you. rap game, and he's the one that's going to Oh, yes, of course. Oh, he's, the, oh, right. he's the antidote. This is the song where <laughs> he says that he feels like uh, in the Truman Show when right. Truman uh, crashes his boat into the wall and, reali- uh-huh. and gets finally enters the real world. Like He thinks that this is him saying, like, oh, I'm on the precipice of uh, you know s- extreme fame and shit. And he even says there's a he talks for like nine minutes straight like family business style at the end of the song and he says like if this shit doesn't work out for me I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown straight up or something like that so it's you know well it's pretty satisfying knowing that's on the horizon uh, <laughs> um that also like frames this as if like he is just a hapless subject in this you know universe that has been created which in kind of actually in a way he is right being a white man in a fucking America like this this universe where he is the center of everything does exist outside of him but also he cultivated and curated every fucking element of this shit that was his fucking thing he he made himself the center of the story i don't know dude yeah it was boring as hell he's a boring person i hate him him. so much when he actually tried to rap tries to rap it's much worse yeah yeah it's really uh falls off on rapping very quickly though it's much much worse (laughs) than the songs that he does for laughs yeah, this is supposed to be like, his. Like, the laugh songs are not funny, and the fucking like serious songs. He goes like very quickly veers off of even trying to be a rapper, and just fucking like just stream of consciousness, fucking like soliloquies at you. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, you're like, his like fucking anyone therapist. gives a shit. Like anyone is supposed to give a shit. Fucking tell it to your mom on a I fucking will... voicemail. You fucking douchebag. I fucking hate you. Oh, little. I, I will say one of the many uh, like tangents he goes off on in the last song. Um, one that I thought maybe would be a good topic of conversation for Make It Stop here is he talks about how um, he fucked to music for the first time recently and didn't like it. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? That was like he's just like yeah. To, to be honest, like I don't know. It, it felt like uh, supposed to be like in a movie or something. It took me out of it. What do you guys think about fucking music? You guys fucked to music. What? Yeah. 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 Yes. I feel like I fucked music a lot like in my early 20s and then I stopped and I don't know why. Every once in a while, I mean like every once in a while you got to throw it on. Yeah. I Well, I like I have like a whole playlist. Yes. Playlist. Tell us what's on the motherfucking playlist and we need to put it on Spotify and send it to our stuff. <laughs> so I I've, I've been curating I the Brandy it. Lee's, my sex playlist I've been curating for like 12 years <laughs> on Spotify. Oh <laughs> it's on my, Spotify now. Oh my but. God, you have to. Sh- okay. Brandy um, Blaze's banging mix. It goes from like, I have, this is so, 
<laughs> so I have like um, I'm so glad you Percocet asked and stripper joint by Future. Nice. Uh-huh. Yep. And then I have also like Come and Go With Me by Teddy Pendergrass mm. and like Choosy Lover from the Isley Brothers. Oh, okay. wow. And I like um, Q Sweat and then some Tiana Taylor, some Janet. Yes. But then, yeah, then I have like super, super like hood stuff like Ugly God and stuff like that. Nice. That's <laughs> awesome. You got to switch it up, you know? I need to try that on for. <laughs> Go for a spin with Brandy Blaze's banging mixtape. Yeah, that'll be that'll, um, that'll be my re-entry into this. <laughs> your re-entry. It's been a while. It's been a while. That, that's, that's my sex playlist. Yeah, I just listen to Stained. It's just, it's just Godsmack. Godsmack. <laughs> it's just fucking Godsmack on repeat. I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. All right, we brought it back to the Make It Stop special, where we can't do an episode without talking about about Godsmack. Is everything we have to do it now every time? Uh, Oh my God, Uh, smack! (laughs) Wow, Uh, we should talk about work. I guess the whole fucking theme of work is that he's like incredulous that he's getting paid to do this, and I agree. We're all we're 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 all in this is that same boat with you. This is probably the most relatable the relatable. On the album, because I'm like, why are you getting paid? Yeah, we can't believe um, it. We, we don't understand it either. Homeboy has never actually worked a fucking day in his life. Let's I'm just. Done talking I'm about so it. done. I, I am as well. Okay, so Brandy, you listened to the show. First of all, God bless. Thank you so much <laughs> to motherfucking Brandy. Plays Brandy plays. You got to put some Jamaican air horns. I can't do that. Is that problematic? I don't know. Um, no, Brandy fucking Blaze, thank you so much for doing this with us. It was torturous, but it was a lot of fun with you guys, because you guys are pretty funny. Oh, <laughs> thanks. That's what Hester Prince said, too, before she blocked you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yes, it really has been a lot of fun, so really, thank you again. Um, so, You've listened to the show. We ask our guest to give us a rating, like quantifier. So some amount of something that is relevant to this album. And we rate it from zero to negative five. Um, Negative five being absolute trash and zero being like pretty neutral. Nothing's good. So, what would you like the quantifier to be? Oh man, I don't. I don't. Uh, know and I can how. give you examples. I don't of like, like. I didn't want to go too too hard. Oh, go very very hard. You, please. Please go very hard. By all means. Oh. I'm not gonna go. Oh no, please. No. Oh now we. Oh my God, you no. can't I'm hold out on us like back. that. Well, look, say it, and we'll cut it if we need to. <laughs> I was gonna say white hoods. <laughs> yeah, it's smart. Well, he does come from a white hood. Good. <laughs> So yeah, no, we won't do that one. We'll cut that one, but that was a good one. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, especially on this weekend of weekends, I feel yeah. like I gotta. Okay, I mean, also it's hilarious. Um, all right. So I don't know. This was interesting, right? Like, I feel like it was almost like picking like ball hairs out with a tweezer. <laughs> so zero painful. to negative five tweezed ball hairs. <laughs> Or maybe like ingrown <laughs> ball hairs, like it's all infected. Yeah, that's what it felt like to listen to the album. Yeah, like pluck hairs from your sensitive area, your nether regions. Area. <laughs> I would imagine um, that sounds appropriate to me. I thought yeah. great. So, um, so what would you rate it from a zero to a negative five? Um, <laughs> plucked ball hairs plucked. from a sensitive scrotum. <laughs> 
two. Um, I'm gonna say negative two. What? What? Ball here is yeah. Come on. This is why. Oh this my god. I, I have a defense, right? Mm. For not going immediately to five. Oh wait, can I do categories? Because lyrical, okay. lyrical ability is a deaf negative five. Okay. okay. I say overall, what's not a negative five? I don't understand you what's not what a negative is. five about this album. I think album. that he has good beats. Okay. okay. Some of the beats those. were fire, and I would take them. Okay, but he didn't. And make... I would actually make real songs with them. And you That's would fair. give that a negative. Well, it's part two? of it's part of the experience, right? Of the album, you have to consider oh, the music and like him too. So that's why I said is some of the beats is fire. I would say that that is unbelievably generous. I, I am blown away. I am blown away. However, I am blown away. You know what? I I just really love good beats. What can I say? I built- spoken like a true rapper, which Lil Dicky is I not. Li- I so- live for yo. I, okay, beat selection listen. is an art. That I think, especially for rappers, people don't understand but he how had, much of an art that is. He had every fucking and person, he gets he had three every- no, and points I, for that. Three yes. points for somebody else's beats that he didn't even make. That's more oh than half god. the Brandy points. Blaze, you are such. You're like oh my god. Okay, that is. I'll what- go to a four. I'll go to a negative four. Right. <laughs> so much. I'm sorry. Like I don't usually shame people's decisions but, but i like, have to give him something for that because some of the beats were really good okay okay and i consider it part of the body of work so i gotta judge that too but, but, but he, he didn't do those he didn't know he, he didn't have he anything to do with them. that it's almost offensive and some of the beats i really want for myself and but, i would like actually like do something with them and he they're took crazy. those beats and then ruined them yes no absolutely ruined them he <laughs> it's like saying i love this like but car. i think that's the part i of love this that really car that was rapper. made by like like i love this porsche that you were driving off a cliff and then it <laughs> crashed it's like a porsche but it's just the shell there's no inside it doesn't have seats or a dashboard right or right, an engine right. or wheels right it's literally the yep, shell yep. of a porsche that's just what this like, album is just like, like he's a shell, shell of a, of a human <laughs> i'm a shell of a human i am a shell of a human <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, um, other okay. than that, he's the, he's like the literal worst. I, that was way more offensive than I thought it was going to be. And oh, and also I did like pillow talking. Yeah. All right. That's, that is like, That's like that you 50% did, you of did the like album it. with its length. It's like it a is. long song. So well, worth some points. But no, it was, it, it was wow. I never, I never want to do this again. It's longer than Lil Dicky's penis. Yes. yes. I never want to do this again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> What an experience. What a terrible experience. You know what? Here's the deal. You all have heard what I said about this album already. You all know the deal. There's not much left to be said. I like Save That Money. That's one song on a practically 20-song album. So uh, that I'm going to give it uh, one-tenth of a point for, and I'm going to give this album a negative (laughs) 4.9 tweezed ball hairs. I couldn't have said it fucking better myself. I mean, you heard me, y'all. If you made it this far, you have heard plenty of what I have had to say. Um, Lil Dicky is a fucking cancer on a tweezed ball hair. It is. He is everything that's fucking wrong with our nation, with our uh, music industry, um, with with white. And I say are when and I mean white people um, and uh, and toxic masculinity and fucking intentional willful ignorance that isn't really ignorance that he is kind of self-deprecating about it and actually does know better but knows enough 
to pretend to not know better. I'm medicated to literally calm my ass down so I don't fucking pass out. So I don't know. It's terrible. Negative five. All right. <laughs> Negative five. I can't make, I can't give, I think this is worse than Kid Cudi. I think I, if see, I think about it. See, that's why I couldn't give it the negative five. I, did, I would rather listen to this than Kid Cudi uh, fucking. Uh, well, Kid oh, Cudi, I gave. With the bonus tracks. Kid Cudi, With the I, bonus tracks. I listened to the bonus tracks on that album. You didn't even listen to the bonus tracks. <laughs> okay. Well, Kid Cudi, that album, I gave a negative five, and I feel like this is worse than Damn. that. You think this is worse than Speed and Bullet to Heaven? Yes. Damn. Yes. Oh, in terms like look, I understand in in terms of a person like mm. you know, Lil Dicky is way worse, but you really would rather go back and listen to okay, fucking okay, okay, okay. the guitar right. and moaning and Okay, the fucking- okay, 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 okay. All right. Negative. <laughs> no, you can still give it a negative five. I'm not saying you can't. There can be multiple negative fives. Giving it but- a negative four point seven five because wow. you're right. There is like that was a horrible album. <laughs> I really remember that. You can still give it a negative five. You gave Northern State a negative. I would maybe rather listen to Northern State than this. It's, it's a lot shorter. Listen. <laughs> See, listen. that you're making a you good point so, right there. This is a negative motherfucking five, yeah, and I'm done. Five. It's a negative five. I hate this so much. I hate it so much. <laughs> Who I don't hate is our incredible guest today, Brandy Blaze. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yes. Tell us about shit that you got coming up, because it's a lot. We oh, want to know yeah. about it. Um, well, thank you guys for having me i love you guys um let's see you still do (laughs) of course (laughs) no (laughs) someone i mean it's bad bad. (laughs) typing out morse code under the table help me (laughs) okay so um february 1st i will be at oberon opening for still gold with optic bloom super excited it's gonna be a lot of fun um that's still gold's album release party so it's gonna be a lot of fun Fire. It's amazing. They did um so good. the listening party at the MFA with like so headphones. Good. Crazy. So good. Cool. Um what else? Uh February thirteenth, I'll be at Northeastern. And then three eight with my baby Heather, <laughs> part Woo! of Solo Sex, who I love to death. I'm a big fan of y'all, and that's at once. Solo yeah. Sex is fake news. We all know Heather's never released an album. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, make it stop, truthers. All one of you, Beanie Girl Six. <laughs> Look me up. Uh, that's gonna be so much fun with Red Shades and Jeannie Santiago at once. That's gonna be such a such a lineup. It's gonna be so dope. Yo, and we are gonna be dancing on fucking little. Dickie's fucking flaccid corpse <laughs> penis that whole night. I just want to, oh, oh, I hate this man. But I love you all, Stoppies. Thank you so much. Uh, we will be back uh, next time with more uh, terrible music. Uh, but uh, yeah, next week we have Macho Man Randy Savage. Who yeah. Yep, we're back in the ring. Back in the ring. Another rap wrestling uh, crossover. And another uh, bad white rapper. And another, another one. Right. <laughs> another one. Um, with our wonderful friend, uh, uh, my uh, co-wrestler in the Boston League of Wicked Wrestlers, Janelle Valencia, aka Valentine, is gonna whip us all into shape, and uh, we'll we'll be talking about the Macho Man Randy Savage album. So you know, stay tuned for that; it'll be fun. Um, you can find us at www.makeitstoppodcast.com. I did renew the domain. We are living luxuriously, um, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Make It Stopcast. Please. 
retweet our tweets and like our posts and it's nice when you do that we we appreciate it um and you can subscribe to us on itunes or listen to us on spotify or radio public or stitcher or uh i think we just got submitted to tune in and pandora and fucking iheart radio so we're in the big we're in the big leagues boys uh we'll we'll see you next time stoppies until then Bye. Bye. The Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.